2: Miami 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 Miami
3: Miami 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 Miami
1: heat, Miami heat, Miami heat, Miami welcome Miami heat, Miami heat, Miami 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 it's
2: producer and co-founder Brian Goins. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see him on the bottom of the screen directly below. Brian Winner says there's some big news coming to the NBA that he can't announce yet in the next coming weeks. I'm very curious of know what he's talking about. The coming weeks? I have no clue.
1: We don't have time, Brian. We have time, Windy. On the bottom left, we have Alex Musibai. There you go. There you go. Every pod, you're getting better. I'm getting warmer. I'm getting warmer. What's up, man? How's he doing? I like What's it, man. On? What's going on, guys? Windhorse
4: really covering his bases there, giving himself a full like two, <laughs> three weeks just so he could say like I had it first. The Listen, I had Listen, I this
1: guy. Listen, gotta cover your bases. Um, and on the left hand side, with the camera off. Our friend of the show, host of Locked On Heat is our grumpy correspondent,
3: David Ramil. Grumpy? Is is that the reputation? I, I mean, last time I was on here, I, I don't think I was particularly grumpy. I remember years ago when Alf called me a robot and a dick in the same episode, but not not nothing about uh, particular grumpiness.
2: I, I, feel, I, feel I feel like he's called you worst things on your DMs. I, yeah, I feel like he's called you be worse things. You're being kind to of
3: poor out no. here.
1: Um Nah, David. I, was, I mean, David's a good guy you got to check out his podcast, Locked On Heat. It's great. We miss Wes, but it's okay. Wes has been on the so Actually, many times.
2: I mean, man, he's basically a member of Locked On Heat. I again. love Wes. <laughs> I know it's good. Uh, David,
1: David did a recent interview with um, with Katie from Basketball News, and it came out really good about kind of you know the environment behind media coverage and of domestic assault, and it was really good. So check that out. I highly recommend it and, and everything that David does throughout the season. I, so wait, we wait, have this I meeting of the minds today. Something.
2: Ryan Windhorse actually what? didn't say two weeks. He said, in the soon future, short-term oh, future. What does that mean? Even more <laughs> oh, my God, that could be anything. Know right now, I about, actually this, a this is said on his Hoop <laughs> Collective podcast. We know oh, right now about significant NBA news that is going to probably happen in the short-term future that is going to alter things. But we can't talk about it for various reasons. <laughs> I
1: mean, what does that mean? Why can't you talk about it?
2: Windy, alter what's going on?
1: Alter
3: what? Yeah, no. Brian's question's a good one. Like, why can't you talk about it? Why you say breaking news, you You start hinting at these things as soon as you can. Right. Yeah. 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 Tea
1: leaves. Come on, Brian. What's going on? Why? What? What? Who, what alter what? It's Leigh crazy. Leigh predicted on our DMs. I
2: don't know if I should say it, but he thinks it's that Giannis is not signing as a super max. But is that really leak altering? Yeah. And at this point, doesn't it kind of look that way? Like it shouldn't.
3: Yeah. I feel like like league
2: altering would be like every NBA player is going to get their vaccine and like the content. I didn't
3: predict anything. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be it's gonna be some it's gonna be some vaccine related news. Um the so the NBA hired Dr. Fauci. <laughs> big big get. The the reason why we kind of called this video of the minds was because you know there's a lot of James Harden talk today. There's a lot of James Harden said the heat are on his list. There's always a list, right? Now we're in uh we have reached a state in the last three years of the NBA that there's always a list. And who's on the list, right? But Jimmy Butler, it was okay, the the heat are on the heat are on the Jimmy Butler list. Oh, but so are the Sixers, right? There's always a list. And the Heat are usually always on this list it's the leads list the heat uses the heat are perpetually always on this list and of course why wouldn't they be it's a it's an incredible city with no state tax it's warm listen it was 60 degrees today it was wonderful Anybody who lives here, it was great outside. It was amazing. I walked, got a. It was the perfect day. It's incredible. There was sun and it's 60 degrees. It's like you get everything you want. It's incredible. Light breeze. Switching by the water. We live in the best place on earth. So, you know, why would a player not want to come here? Why would it not? Why would a young man who has lots of money not want to live here and live amongst, and in James Harden's case, you know, some world-class strip clubs here in Miami that I'm sure that he would uh Put, he, he would really uh he would really funnel a lot into the strip club economy. He's helped bank Listen, he's he's out he's out here to create an economy for uh for titsies and is solid gold still exists. I don't even know. I don't frequent strip club. Booby traps. does that still exist? That's off the palmetto, right? No no Dave. Uh, I believe <laughs> yeah, so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I, you're putting me on a spot here. I <laughs> I, I've heard of these
1: places. Yeah, I'm not
3: sure if they actually still exist.
1: Um, and, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about it last episode that we did with Nikias and Frankie, kind of talking about, like, the fit of James Harden and everything. And I, the, the thing I thought about David kind of going into today and a lot last night, it's like... What becomes too much if you're Miami to trade for James Harden? Now probably you know if you're looking and if you're thinking, ah, oh, well, there's not too much. He's a was a four, few former MVP. He's a walking thirty-five points. He's a top three MVP finisher every league, every year in the league. Like. Nothing's too much that that guy is a cornerstone He's a league all screen player. He's in the you know, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's going to go in the echelons of, of the greatest players ever. He's broken so many records and let his playoff blemishes be damned. I mean, if you have him, you're a contender, right? Like, but, you know, you have to have the conversation yourself. Well, I mean, do you gut the team for him? Right, David? So, you know, he, he in 2021. Right. So. You know, between him, Bam, and Jimmy Butler, you know they they essentially take up the entire cap. If the cap set out like one oh nine, I think that that comes out to like one oh eight. And so you're you're pretty much entire team in three players is taking up your entire cap. So it's like, how much can you really?
3: Did, did you have this conversation in two thousand
1: ten? No, but I don't th- I don't even think that the his contracts have been so inflated now. And because so what's happened is is that like the cap right the the cap the the cap has escalated. Like less than contracts have, so what happens is that you sign yeah. a deal that you think you're gonna have cap space, and because the 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 contracts have these kickers, so you're increasing five or seven percent every year. That's really outpaced the rate of growth for the league. So what you happen is back in 2010, you can sign those three guys, and even if they take a little discount, you could still have access to things. And I know that they were still right up out the cap, but there was a lot more wiggle room that they can sign a Mike Miller and a Udannis Haslam and they can still fill out the team and they still had guys under contract. In in a hardened trade, you theoretically have to give up Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson. I don't think that's true. And probably one of I'm just I mean Theoretically and picks, right? So I don't it's think like going
2: to take all of that. Yeah. At what point do you say that wouldn't do that trade I, if it requires can't. all that? Let's be honest. So Brian's out on that. Okay, but you wouldn't
4: trade. Let's, it? let's have the discussion like we that is who's what the package is because I personally schools? think no, there's no way about, you like, get the teams hardened. are
2: really like we already know who's on his list. Philly's really the only team that I, I think that could really challenge Miami if they include Ben Simmons in that trade offer. And for what I've seen, doesn't look like Maury wants to even make a deal. For any of Embiid or Simmons at this point, I don't know why. I think. What were you saying, Alex? My thing is,
4: I'm all. I don't want to give away my entire, you know, stance on this. But if you have to trade the house for Harden, Harden's not a guy that I feel You're comfortable crazy. trading the house for. That's my You're stance. Crazy. I, I I can't. I can't. I can't give up everything I have for a three-year window on a guy that I don't trust.
2: We've seen him in the playoffs; he's been pretty you, good for the most part. I, I don't part. question I mean, I know that he's had a hard those worker. Bad games, but he's been to many more conference finals than Giannis has had, and he's a person that everybody is pretty much hammering, you know, the table for. He was a couple Trevor Risa threes away was, from making the yeah, finals. Yeah, a couple Trevor Risa threes away from making it to the NBA finals. And he was a couple strip nights, uh, strip club nights away
4: from winning a championship with OKC. <laughs> I just don't trust this guy. I don't. And I'm
2: not giving up drip. You're not giving up <laughs> Tyler Hero? <laughs> like, I mean. Oh, my God. I all I right, is gonna all is, pod, guys. It's, this is going to be a long I can't pod. do it, man. I've, I've been trying you, to
4: get this guy in Miami since he was in high school. Just I can't. I can't do this. this. Like I think fans often overvalue
1: their the guys.
2: Those
4: Tyler Hero stands I will trade Tyler go. Hero for the right. You guy, trade, but not Harden. you trade
1: White Lou Williams for James Harden, and it's like for me, it's not even a question. Like David, you, I think it starts getting complicated if you start including every young player you have, including Duncan, because you know you're going to want the shooting. But like, I think. The they, I know that that Leif of um of five on the floor today, five reasons reported that they the Heat have said that they're not going to include Tyler Hero in, in any trade so far. Uh, and I think when it, I think when rubber hits the road, David,
3: if that's what it comes down to, they'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think there's any discussion about it. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm probably higher on Tyler Hero than, than most heat media and fandom, and at the same time, I, I think they'll make that move 100% of the time. Like, I think back to 2004, people would have been complaining about trading Lamar Odom for Shaquille O'Neal, and that worked people out pretty well, even though the window was Coach, short
2: Coachy? Yeah, I
3: mean, yeah, I, I saw... Yeah. Shaq was also think it's, a multiple champion at that point. Let's not forget. Not in 2004. Yeah. Okay. You've been a multiple champion. I get it. But he was playing alongside Kobe Bryant. I mean, James has played alongside some great players, but I don't think they had the same kind of team, nor was the parody such in that point in time, the way it is now. I think it's much more difficult to win a championship under these circumstances than it was during Shaq's era from 2000, 2004. Either way. I, Harden is a game-changing player. I just don't see what the discussion is. You you get him on here and you let thank everything you, else David. kind of figure itself thank out. Thank you,
1: David. Thank you, thank you. I think that we are overthinking this. We are getting too cute on NBA Twitter and on Heat Twitter. Like, you fucking get that guy with Jimmy and Bam. You're automatically the favorite in the Eastern Conference. I don't give a fuck. You have the three. You have the best trio in the league. You're better than you're the better, Lakers. I think you're better than the Lakers. I think if they, get, if they get James Harden, they are either the favorites or right there at second place. Like, this is no question about for it. sure like you get a guy that's better than the two guys you have right now like it's crazy that you you know what i mean like they're they have they have a guy in jimmy butler that just fucking played the best basketball that any of us have like maybe ever seen in a Heat uniform as he went up against the king he fucking went basket for basket did everything on the court imaginable had one of the most incredible finals games ever and they could bring a guy that's better than that
3: so you guys save Jimmy's career too. like, I mean, you're you're helping prolong it even more. He doesn't have to go through the same wear and tear that he did last season, because now you have the best free throw rate in the league playing alongside him. So, I mean, you negate all the Lakers size, you negate any wing defense that you could potentially come up with because you're going to put them on the line. It's this is the most powerful team. I, I think this might even be a better version of three to be honest with you. That's yeah, overseeing things a little Are bit. Are you guys much, then
4: but... punting on Giannis and going all in on Harden? Because,
2: I mean, no, that's what my all in would be just trading Tyler. I would, I, my whole preposition on making this deal is I really think they need to keep one of either Hira or Robinson just for the shooting alone. And I think Agreed. the person that would most likely well, stay I, I'll, I'll is going to be Duncan. One, because he's up for an extension next year, his age, he's not as I, young I, yeah. to build a team around like what Houston's going to end up having to do with their rebuild. And then two, I just think. As in terms of like we're talking fit right now, I think Duncan makes the most sense than Tyler would be if we brought Harden onto the team. So, so I'm Duncan, you I imagine, you know, so Duncan's going to enter
1: restricted free agency in twenty twenty one. Yeah, and I imagine any kind of deal that he gets start with that Joe Harris number, and whether he wants to be team friendly or not, you know, I'm pretty sure he's going to reject the qualifying offer. It would make sense, and he's just going to go to restricted right, free agency. Because somebody's only
2: like a few million, it's only. Yeah, it's like it's ridiculous. It's it's only just, I mean, the Heat are going to give him a qualifying <laughs> offer just so he can keep his cap hold on the books. You, ha, you have to. Um, he doesn't really have to accept anything. He just offer it, and once he offer it, that's how you can keep him so he can offer his bird rights and go over to cap. Um, I don't. So, I, think, I know, G, what you're trying to go with, the whole, like, the Heat having to pay the luxury tax. Look, Mickey Harrison's been on record this year saying that he would pay... For a contender, if it, if it meant bringing in a piece, a la James Harden, that would guarantee, you know, NBA finals appearances.
1: But what I'm, I, it's not even the luxury tax so much that I'm talking about. So, if you're about with those three guys are at 108 of your 109 salary cap theoretically, right? You sign a guy like Duncan. Let's say he takes a 50 million dollar deal, mm-hmm. then the the luxury tax is at like 136. Now you have about maybe a little bit over 15 to to 20 million dollars to fill out your roster and if you use uh over i think is an over 5 million of your mid-level exception you then get hard capped at about 6 million over the tax apron right so now you're really playing with it now you have four guys and you only have like less than 20 million dollars ish to fill out the rest of your team including you're going to get luxury tax and now you're hard cap so you really don't have a lot of will so i'm just thinking of and then remember these contracts escalate so harden is maybe is 44 but that goes up to 47 the next year bam's goes up jimmy's goes up and we don't even know what kind of accolades you know if bam gets all nba first team you know then all of a sudden you're really tight on money uh and I, I guess I'm just projecting ahead as to, like, okay, maybe next. I mean, and in that event, they can maybe trade Duncan Robinson, and I'm sure they can get, you know. You so know, I have, maybe they can I trade. actually
2: have some information on, on the hard cap. So okay. if Miami makes a trade for James Harden, they would be considered. I'm assuming they would be a attack bearer team just because I feel like they would keep the bird rights to, at that point, they would probably keep the bird rights to Dragic. They wouldn't let him go. Um, and I probably would accept some of the team options on the team so that if there are taxpayer team, they actually would have the non, they would have a taxpayer mid-level exception that they could use that would not impose a hard cap. The one that you're talking about that imposes a hard cap is a non-taxpayer mid-level exception, which they would have if they have cap space, which... So it doesn't seem like that's what's going to be happening. Even if they go after Giannis, it seems like what they're going to do is accept the team options Cheers. and use those contracts to make a sign-and-trade. If if that's the deal, if they don't want to make the deal for Harden and they want to wait for free agency and make their pitch to Giannis, that would be their route. The only other way they could get hard-capped would be either a sign-and-trade, so that Giannis move would be a, a hard-cap move, or if they use their biannual exception, which they could technically use now and they wouldn't be hard-capped next year. So, like, David, you're saying, like, who cares? I'm with
1: you. You do what you have to. I'm just saying that. And I guess I brought up that Duncan thing because I think that if if somebody said, well, the the, the core of the trade has to be Hero and Duncan or else we're not dealing. I think that if you look and say, well, this is a situation with Duncan and this is his contract situation, and this is the likelihood that you might be able to keep him beyond one year after signing him. That's where I say, well, maybe Duncan's not the deal breaker that I thought it would be, and I, I guess I kind of said that. I, I brought that up to set it up that way. That where I used to be like, you got to figure out a way to make this trade happen without Duncan. Now I still think that, but because, now I'm I'm I mean, less I mean, listen, attached I, I, to the I, idea of keeping Duncan because I, I'm just scared I, I, that they wouldn't keep him worth, for the duration he's of that contract. going to be worth
2: the contract that we're going to end up giving him. Oh, I oh. think so too. And I don't think we have to worry about the hard cap because I, I mean, you gotta trust any Ellisberg. I mean, he knows the number is right now. If, if if they're having discussions like latest reporting that apparently they've had discussions with Houston to the point where they haven't, you know, brought up Tyler Hero onto the trade block yet. I still think like they don't have to be hard cap next year. They can still be over luxury tax without being hard capped if they don't. If one, they're not using a non taxpayer mid level. So basically, the only other way they would be hard capped is whether or not they decide to use their biannual next year. Which, if that's the case, they can use it right now. Keep that player. They can sign a multi-year deal to any player that's on the market right now, or whoever gets bought out later on in the season. That would be that would be a player that's on the roster. They could still go over luxury tax and keep. And then if they make a sign a trade, which doesn't seem like I, I, I'm in
3: shock here, honestly. Like like we're talking about. Duncan fucking Robinson. I I mean. I'm talking about Tyler Hero. I'm with you, David. (laughs) who cares about Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson? David,
1: you and I are together. We are, we're joint. David, we're, we're attached by the hip. You and I, I'm glad that we have the same take. I saw you in a group chat, like, not about the idea. And I'm glad, I'm happy about this change of
3: heart. I, uh, I, you know, I hate the conversation about trades because – and I made this point up in my show. Like it seems like a dehumanized, you know, dehumanize – Dehumanize. Uh, dehumanized, yeah. uh, you know, players. Yeah, that Dehumanizes. one. Dehumanizes. Uh, at the same time <laughs> – David <laughs> writes for Forbes, by the way. He writes. He I doesn't do speak. Yeah. I, I just can't speak. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, exactly. So in any case – Opposite of Jesus. Yeah. problems. So – I get that. hate talking about them like that, like as assets, quote unquote assets, because again, there's that factor, but you know, to build a team and you want to build a team that wins, you, you do it with James Harden. You don't do it with Duncan Robinson. You don't do it with Tyler Hero. None of those players, unfortunately matter in that sense. You can add other players. You can figure it out. Like, Looked at, you know, who was available. Dwayne Dedman, you can bring on Taj Gibson as the veteran presence to make up Let's Andre. Go, David. You know, uh, Emmanuel Moutier can fit into the schedule. You can, you can kind of build, put him on the roster and develop him. And look, we're talking about Duncan Robinson, who last year we were having this conversation. We we're like, oh, is he even going to make the roster? Is he even going to contribute? We weren't sure. I remember doing a season preview with you guys last year. We didn't know what the hell to expect from Duncan Robinson. Sure, he had a historically no great year, but none of that matters. Like, you bring up the, the, the kid they just signed. I don't even remember what the hell his name is. The guy who was like in the G League last year for Detroit oh, or something. Strauss? Uh, Strauss. I don't know. Um, Max yeah, yeah, the German Strauss. name. Yeah. Okay, yeah, whatever Strauss. his name Strauss. is. Strauss. Yeah. You bring him in. You gave Strauss. Vincent. like Anybody. You can develop him. Like We had Wayne Ellington play all-star level basketball or pretty close so to it. It's so fucking
1: true. Wayne Ellington had the best season, the best shooting season in what, what history. What are we talking the... about? Yeah, Duncan
2: Rom- Robinson did it during a pandemic. Oh, oh God. beat it by a lot. Okay, but you're also
4: naming at at this point. You're also naming like NBA journeymen versus a kid that we just drafted in his first NBA season. The numbers that he's putting up, I don't trade. He's away not going to be an MVP. Like he's guy, not he going to be an MVP. MVP. He's, he's just not. not. He he may not be, but did it, but did we know what Dwayne yes. Wade
1: was going to be like his second year? Like I, you I, don't know. I what think, think we know that Harden yet. is an MVP. And if we're talking about the upside, like let's like it's. We know how good Harden is. Harden's a top five, top six player in the league. Like Harden's a guy that has proven to you that you can build an all time
3: great team all around. Because kind of he's right? done like, it. Like They've, Pat. If you ask Pat right now, yeah, he'll pull the trigger in a heartbeat. He's yeah, doing absolutely, it. He, he doesn't yeah, care. I,
1: the Tyler, the the, the Tyler oh, yeah. thing is just like I think. I understand the attachment that people have to him. I understand that he's your guy. that He's your homegrown guy. I mean, talk about... We don't have any more draft picks. This is our... Oh, for is, sure. After like, the hard realistically, attempt, this is...
4: Exactly. So, like when I say you're trading your future, we're legitimately trading our future. Like, we're not gonna get another crack. They found that, they found Hassan Whiteside pick. in like, the you garbage.
3: Had a, you had an argument about Duncan Again, and Robinson. You didn't I am draft arguing him. for Tyler. They found Duncan, they found Duncan,
1: they found Duncan and Hassan <laughs> yeah. in the garbage. Like they yeah, nobody right.
3: wanted those guys, they just found them. The draft is less valuable more than ever, I think, because you, you can start to see players that are going to drift into the second round you buy and then you, un- you sign them as undrafted yeah, free yeah. agents. Yeah. And, and you can you can do all sorts of things. You develop players, and I think the Heat would take a chance on their culture, their proven track record for the development, to just take any player and Maybe. say, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll build around the three guys that we have that are going to club people upside the head, and then you kind of figure out Oh, he's you know, going to go clubbing, for sure. Yeah, well, <laughs> For sure. But you're going to go figure <laughs> out you know roster spots four through seven later on after you get that big three i mean i think they're they're, they're again a title like, contender i think when we
1: talk about the heat and we talk about how much we trust the organization and stuff i mean it's like we trust them to find other guys that they can contribute through their g league you know kind of system throughout all these things like i mentioned duncan i mentioned hassan i mentioned tyler johnson ronnie right? Like uh, josh richardson was a second round draft pick that you know like they have, they have a knack for finding guys. Udonis Haslam undrafted. Like th- this is just a historical kind of process for them of finding guys that fall through the cracks to get guys to contribute whether it's rehabilitation processes which i mean Dion Waiters. i mean we can make fun of him all you want during 30 and 11 the dude was wrecking teams hit the game winner over golden states with the arm crossed like that you know what i mean like they had james johnson running point center and like confusing teams this is james fucking johnson who is that they did that, they and they've done that consistently. And as David mentioned with Wayne Ellington, like I don't, I don't doubt that they could just find some dudes, get them to contribute. Eric, if you believe Eric Spolster's the top two coach in the league, you believe that he's going to get the most out of guys, and you kind of figure out the rest. But like once you have the star power, like and also you're that that kind of makes you a little more injury proof because one of those guys, you know what I mean, like if Bam goes down, or if Jimmy goes down, well, now you still have Harden, Bam, and Goran, and whatever else you have on your team. You know what I mean? Like, you have some insurance as to what happened to you in the finals last year, where Dragic and Bam goes down, and you just have no recourse. You're just done. You're dead in the water. You know, you're, you're fighting this uphill battle against Goliath. And I trust the organization to figure it out, and I think that a lot of the conversations, it's either gonna be I don't wanna get rid of hero, I don't wanna get rid of Duncan, this is too much, uh, oh, we just got precious. I mean, I think that, you know, obviously there's gonna come a point where a deal's just too much, right? You just can't give up everything you have, uh, which it'll get close to because you need to match up to what is it, thirty eight million dollars, Brian?
2: I mean, thirty eight million dollars, we've I mean already kind of played around the trade machine, it's gonna require Andre Iguodala, Kelly Linux, those are two salary fillers. Uh most likely Kendrick Nunn would be in that deal, I assume. And then, if you're including Tyler Hero, that's enough to make the deal. Plus twenty five and twenty seven. Now, if you want to, and 26. twenty four, twenty six. I've seen trade proposals where um, people have been including like PJ Tucker in the deal. Not including harder to, him, it's going to gonna work require salary-wise. more contracts. I mean, technically, they could trade Mars Leonard if they need to. He just needs to get his approval. They have to
1: wait three months, though. So. You got to wait. As you got to yeah six, you got to wait I the think. 3 months so and I'm sure that they have some sort of handshake deal uh with Myers that you well, know I
2: don't think he would need you to know. do anyway but if they needed to that's something they could do down the road. I When do you guys think James Harden would get traded? That's actually a good discussion cuz I haven't heard anything in terms of when he might get dealt. The season's about to start. Brian Windhorst is teasing like there's some groundbreaking news going on in the NBA. There's there well, is I, uh, there is just and there's also on BetOnline by the <laughs> way. Shouts to or our uh, our sponsor. They have, them. um, they just posted like their latest um, betting odds, odds, and they have Miami as number one right now.
3: That I I, I just recorded a show with uh, the host of Locked On Rockets, and his feeling is that the team is not going to trade him. Anytime soon, like not not that when the regular season starts, Harden will be on the Rockets roster. So it's going to take some time for them to figure it out. I think they're, they, what his perspective was and some other Houston folks I talked to, they say they are going to kind of drive up the price as much as possible and kind of wait if, you know, the Sixers start off hot and they want to make a change or if they start off badly and they want to make a change, things will work out. If Doc doesn't, you know, work out there the way they thought right away or doesn't mesh with Ben Simmons, they'll tr- they'll facilitate the trade much more quickly. So they're going to kind of wait, you know, and, and this is Raphael Stone's first, well, second major deal, I guess, if you count the West for wall deal but they also want to kind of keep hard in there and hope that they can kind of uh, you know work on his good graces a little bit and show that they're a contending team or that they're still a solid team with some quality depth there and that maybe they can kind of impress on him that this is still a team worth being a part that of and maybe that's a little too optimistic but at least
2: he, he knows, I mean, yeah. that's basically why he's putting out the straight proposal before the season started, like he knows he's done the most he can on that Houston team, they've maximized as much as they could do, and there's not much else they could bring on that team to help them win. 2020
1: has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, and with more total visits than any other job site according to Comscore, Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility. Over your hiring, you only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short-term list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try it with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might not be at the game this year, but you will be on in the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you the most options to wager than anyone else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. They're cooked. They they have emptied their assets. They were they recovered a pick by trading um, Covington, but I mean it's it's tough. You know they have Wood, they have Harden, and they have Wall. Who God knows what he's going to look like.
2: And they got. I do you want to talk
1: a little cousins. bit about. What the what the so we've talked about Philly right and if Philly wants to include Joel or 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 Ben you know that really changes the math. I know Golden there were reports of Golden State kind of getting in that and then backed off, which Saklo said you know the asking price to Houston was astronomical. God knows what they were asking, but I mean if you look at a Golden State offer, you know they can give you James Wiseman wiggins and that'll match the salary pretty easily and then you have minnesota's pick next year now next year's draft is supposed to be like this super duper draft and minnesota is obviously going to be bad and they're going to have a, a probably a top five pick and i i think the protections are top three uh so and then minute- i'll start mocking that draft <laughs> next week by the way make Let's sure go. you guys look out for that uh, but i mean that right <laughs> alex i mean you know a lot about the draft i mean that's a good draft class
4: no, I, listen, I'm listening to your trade offer right now, and I think that, that's that pretty damn good. You get Wiggins, I'm a big Wiseman fan. A young player
1: who, whatever, I mean, you just need the salary. It doesn't matter. You're Wiggins and Wall. You have the Wiseman. You have Minnesota's pick next year. So now you have probably one of the more valuable trade assets in the league. And then... Yeah, you, know, you, you have already Christian Wood. You have some young players that you spent money on and whatever. And then if it comes down to it, if Eric Paschal is the fucking deal breaker, then the Warriors could throw Eric Paschal, right? So you, know, you offer kind of you know three right. young players plus incredibly valuable draft asset. And that's as good of an offer as I think anybody. I think Boston can absolutely get in the door. Uh, and we know Danny Angel will never trade uh, to make his team better. But theoretically... Jalen Brown plus Marcus Smart and stuff, I think, starts getting you into a conversation. Obviously, Philadelphia. I don't really know that Milwaukee has any kind of trade juice. I can outdo Miami. I think that Brooklyn offers dog of shit. I think so. I know that I know that people really, you know, Hartner really wants to be in Brooklyn, but I just don't see a deal there. Like that poo-poo platter, that Karis LeVert poo-poo platter. Uh, maybe Houston really likes Carousel Root. I don't know. I, I, I'm not into that offer. So, like, you kind of look around if the league. If they did, they would have made you know, that move by now. I think Toronto. Yeah. Can with theoretically make one. a deal, but they, I just think that they're so locked in on Giannis, especially that he hasn't signed yet. And I don't know if you guys saw yesterday, uh, that was really funny that the day all that Giannis news came out yesterday about, I, I'm not, I'm worried about myself and everything. The Raptors released that documentary clip where uh, Masai Ujiri was, you know, in the war room the day of Giannis's draft day and he was really trying to angle to get Giannis that draft. I think the Raptors had a pick that year, and uh, so he kind of released that footage of like that's the guy we've always wanted. So, I mean, they're locked in. Uh, I don't really see a lot of teams that might really be able to pull the trigger on that. Like, and I think that really it's going to come down to Miami, Philadelphia. I think the Warriors can really get in on that. Um, I don't really see the Mavericks having enough juice to really do something there. I mean, that would also be incredible,
3: they don't want to trade them out west, right? So, that kind of eliminates you. What's the had Warriors, those, that's that's a thing, I mean. list?
2: It's what Philly. The, N- the Milwaukee Nets and Miami. I don't believe that, no, that's bullshit. Like
1: I want to, I want to say something right now. I don't know if Harden's camp is leaking that because they just want leverage because that's a good team and they like know that Milwaukee's desperate, or if it's Milwaukee leaking that to make them think that they're trying. Uh, I mean, yeah. Don't re- remember that Harden said about Giannis. Uh, <laughs> that it doesn't take skill yeah, to be seven feet tall no. and dunk. He's like, I gotta. I think Harden said, and I quote, I gotta actually play the game of basketball. Stop, forget that that wasn't that long ago that was just last season yeah so i don't think those dudes like each other and like so, do you think james harden put milwaukee wisconsin on his list it's not even the best city in wisconsin <laughs> shout out to madison and let's talk about
4: the irony that first of all these two mvps no. don't like each other and really the question for miami is which mvp do you want <laughs> to go after problem because that's problem. really what it is I mean, what a great problem, yeah. But but that's that's really what it comes down to, and, and that's part of my hesitation for Harden because I am more of an Antetokounmpo fan, and, and I do think that we have such a great chance at landing him in free agency. Granted, it's a roll of the dice. It's a risk that comes with free agency. But we've, we've come this far. I want to follow through with the plan, and the I want to see is, what can happen.
1: And, and David, I kind of want to get you in on this too. Like With the BAM extension, that makes the Giannis... Signing really difficult, and if Milwaukee doesn't want to play ball with you with a sign and trade, you know that gets that gets complicated. Yeah. If Toronto and Dallas keep their cap open, and all of a sudden, you know they don't want to work with you, and they say fuck you, we're not we're not helping you, you know, figure it out your, you know what I mean? And they don't want to trade them within the conference, and blah blah blah. Like I think I think obviously a star can force his way wherever he wants. uh It just becomes a lot more complicated because of the BAM extension. So like if you're gonna punt, might as well be now.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I think they kind of have to pivot a little bit. Um, even if he doesn't sign the extension, they're like, I actually floated this. I wonder if you think that there's any chance of this. What if you make the trade for Harden this year? You know, Giannis re-signs or whatever, or he does a sign and trade next year, and then you trade Harden to Milwaukee in exchange <laughs> for so Audi Is that a possibility? Brit. Let's That's go! So galaxy Brit. That's
1: so Galaxy-Braid. That's so Galaxy-Braid. Alex just... Is-
4: and we keep Tyler Hero? Oh my God, this is
1: great. Is, Let's do is this. is two galaxy great. I can't, I, there's no way. It's just like, like this is no way they trade Jimmy. Not because like Jimmy's not worth hearted, but just like, they're just never going to trade. I mean, Jimmy's going to retire his lifer. And bam off the table. Like Goron, I don't yeah. even think they would even, I mean, I think if, it, if fucking Houston was so in love with Goron Dragon and that was a deal breaker, I'm sure they'd do it. But I'm sure that it's not really like much of a discussion about including Goron and his, uh, his nice chunky contract. It's funny because nobody's linked that contract, right? It's always been Olenek, and it's been uh, it's thing. been the other one. He just one.
2: Resigned, so he can't even cheer him for three months, same as Myers.
1: Yeah. So I think that's really funny. Um, I I'm in on the Harden stuff. I think that if they can get that done mid season, they become a contender. They become, I mean, they're already a contender, but they become a like legit favorite, right? They change from. Yeah. You know, we're having the question, you know, can they get back to the Eastern Conference Finals? I think that's a legitimately, I think that's their goal. I think that's a legitimate, like, reasonable goal. Uh, w- with Harden, it becomes, well, let's make the finals. And it's not even like, not, anything less than that is a disappointment, right? Like,
3: he changes the math on your season. To, to, to Alex's question, though, do you have a preference over kumpa or Harden? Or like, as far as fit on this team, not not just preference because that's more subjective. But like, do you think which one of those would be a better fit on this currently constructed team? You
2: know what I'm leaning thinking towards hard. now.
1: Stick it hard. I'm thinking hard. I mean, not I, I talked a little bit with Nikias yesterday, and like, I think that people when they think of Harden coming to Miami, they think it's going to be this giant different type of offense. It's largely going to be the same. Right. Because Harden is Harden and they're going to there is obviously going to be a lot more motion off ball, uh, but it's still going to be similar stuff. It's going to be Harden kind of either bringing the ball up or they're going to get Harden out of a pistol set to kind of initiate the offense or probably going to mix in some more handoffs with him and Bam. He's going to curl off. He's going to get that handoff. Bam's going to roll and he's going to either be able to isolate if they switch or he's going to have a lob threat and Bam going to the rim like they're going to they're going to operate pretty similarly to what he's always done. He's going to have a rim rolling target. He's going to be surrounded by shooters. I think the biggest difference is is like while PJ Tucker is always stationed in that corner, guy like Duncan is always relocating, right? And depending on who you trade, you know, it's going to really kind of affect the offense. But I think the Harden fit is really, really good. We went over this last podcast. Jimmy Butler as a screener is absolutely, absurdly efficient. I mean, he's just getting to the teeth of the defense once he screens, especially if it's low. um, I mean, he can technically, theoretically screen for Harden coming off those pistol sets from the side. And if Jimmy's kind of darting to the rim as Harden's coming off that to get the ball, now, you know, (laughs) it's a lot of issues for your defense because you have a guy who's not afraid of contact, going to the rim, who's really good finisher, who's really strong, who's forcing mismatches, and also a really good passer if you double him down there off Harden penetration. So it's interesting, and I think the Harden fit is so seamless, and I think Jimmy, a lot like Dwayne Wade, even though he's not a shooter, can work off the ball so efficiently that it almost doesn't matter. Like, I'm just in on that.
3: Yeah. I, I agree. I think it's a good fit. So, I mean, in, in that sense, then to your previous question, like maybe out of Kumpo is still an option, but maybe you're not even pivoting so much as you're going over a preferred target. And yes, out in terms of age might be better. You know to pair alongside Bam for the foreseeable future. But I mean, in terms of your immediate short window, and and we think of Miami and Miami's front office almost always looking at the short term rather than the long term. And that's why they trade away all their draft picks as frequently because it's all about the now. In that sense, maybe Harden is the preferred target. And and that makes a lot more sense because then you can compete for titles not just this year, but next year and beyond that.
1: They're gonna be, I mean, at least for the I think where the thing that gets me queasy, the only thing in the Harden thing that gets me queasy is when you start talking about his extension past his contract, right? And if you're going to have to max a guy mm-hmm. his age, you know, what are you going to do? And at that point, I think the second that... Because Harden, you know, for all the guys that have signed to Supermax, his deal's worth it. I mean, You can say all we want about Westbrook and Wall and Chris Paul and all these dudes, but his, his contract is very likely going to be worth every penny up until it ends. The question then becomes, what about after? The next contract, it's not gonna be that way because you're gonna get some years on the back end of that where you're just, you're really not worth that juice. And at that point, you're in cap hell. In
3: and South Jimmy's Beach. contract
1: is gonna be kind of go, it's a back end of Jimmy's career, and then you're gonna have BAMs. Bam's gonna be in his prime, but you know you're trying to have all these bloated contracts with really probably one perennial all star. You know, if we're really kind of looking at that, and maybe James has a very graceful decline. He's not uh, he's not built on athleticism. It's very old man game. James has had old man game his whole career. Maybe it ages really wonderfully, and he becomes this great shooter. I Me mean, is a great shooter, but you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I, I think that that's where I start getting a little worried is when we talk about kind of. The future extension. And maybe I might David, I'm probably like way
3: overthinking this. Yeah, I, I don't know. When a title you I, I don't mean, have I'm to so say you're sorry. Brainwashed. Yeah. I you mean, know, I'm so brainwashed by the heat organization that to me, I've like aligned my priorities with how they've operated over the last 25 years of Riley's tenure. Like, I don't give a damn about the draft. You trade away whoever you have to for the short term. You don't know what's going to happen in three years or what superstar is going to want to force a trade. Then like it's all about the now in the NBA because things can change so quickly. Look at last year and all of a sudden the window opening up with that. Nobody expected really. And then, you know, the pandemic changes everything and you have to force you know, you have to reapply new principles to how you operate as a team, as a franchise with a salary cap in question, and so many other things that can fluctuate so quickly over the next year or two. So why bother projecting five years out as far as who we're going to draft in 20, freaking 27 and say, you know what? I could get an MVP right now for the next couple of years and probably win a couple of championships. And that works out.
2: I agree. know, I agree. I don't think, am I crazy? I don't think Pat Riley in it for 2027. He's <laughs> not. No way. Who knows I mean, if we're I mean, even alive as a species? city? Miami's even gonna be a city anymore if that's twenty twenty seven. I mean we're gonna be underwater in 2027.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you. I mean, the way listen, I work in
3: civil engineering. Woof. We're doing some projects on Miami Beach. The the player that has gills, you know, he's he's probably gonna be on Miami's yeah, radar listen, in 2027. I mean uh, so technically Martin
2: would be a whale, right? I'll be <laughs> all over that.
1: You know, his upside <laughs> is, you know, he can breathe underwater, and that's really big in this coming NBA draft. You know, the ability to breathe
2: underwater. But well, what's his winning is Isn't, that why, what's isn't what? that why Raleigh wants whales? <laughs> Orcas.
5: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality